In case you didn't know which podcast you are listening to, or this is your first time, this is Berashit, which is Hebrew for In the Beginning. And the subtitle is A Commentary to the Book of Genesis. I am your commentator for this series, Michael Lawson, and this is the Michael Lawson Speaks podcast. And this is episode 13, where we will finish chapter 3. And that means we only have another 47 chapters to go. But I promise you will not be disappointed Not in my ability or anything like that, but in revelation of God's word. So we left off where mankind decided to go their own way and decided for themselves what is right and wrong, thereby choosing to believe that God was somehow holding back from them. And the results of that decision has left a stain or a curse, if you will, on humanity. But we also found that even though mankind chose, willfully chose to disobey God, he, that being God, didn't abandon his creation because he told them of his plan of salvation. And then because he is a just God, get this, He immediately punished each of the violators of his instructions, laws, or regulations. And there was a particular order in which he also did that. So, let's start in verse 20. Now, the man named his wife Eve because she was the mother of all the living. And the Lord God made garments of skin for Adam and his wife and clothed them. So let's talk about that real quick. What, I mean, what must have this scene looked like? Two people, half naked, afraid, ashamed just called out and punished by God when suddenly they are witnesses to this very bloody killing of an innocent animal just so they can be clothed. Remember, God formed the animals just as he had formed man, and now one of his created beings an innocent animal, very likely a lamb, is sacrificially killed in order that his crown jewel can be covered and not be ashamed. Wow. Now, I don't want to give anything away, but spoiler alert. What we just witnessed here is a foreshadowing of what will play out over and over and over again, as we will see later on. Now let's pick back up in verse 22. Did I get that right? Yeah, verse 20 through 21. Sorry, so that was verses 20 through 21. 
Now we're going to pick up in verse 22 through 24. Then God said, Behold, the man has become like one of us, knowing good and evil, and now he might reach out with his hand and take fruit also from the tree of life and eat and live forever. Therefore, the Lord God sent him out of the Garden of Eden to cultivate the ground from which he was taken. So he drove the man out, and at the east of the Garden of Eden he stationed the cherubim and the flaming sword which turned every direction to guard the way to the tree of life. So let's talk about the aftermath of what just happened. Now that man knows good and evil, since before there was no choice, let me back up. Let me let me back up. Now that man knows good and evil, since before there was a choice, see, before there was a choice to trust what God had said, and now man is aware of his sin, and that there are real immediate consequences, he might choose to eat from the tree of life and live forever. Now, because I messed that up, I want to make sure I make this very clear. Now that man knows good and evil, since before there was a choice to trust what God had said, and now man is aware of his sin, and that there are real immediate consequences, he might choose to eat from the tree of life and live forever. To live forever in a state of sin would mean eternal separation from God who is all good. Therefore, we see God protecting man from unwittingly choosing to live forever in his sin. Why do I say unwittingly? Because mankind thought God was holding back and was therefore deceived by the serpent. And since man doesn't know as much as he think he does, his decision to eat from the tree of life would be one where he doesn't really know the consequences of his actions even as much as he thinks he does. Now, if you're a parent, then you know exactly what I'm talking about when you prevent your kids from making decisions you know will have devastating consequences because they don't know everything that you do. You're not being mean. You're not an ogre. You're a loving parent protecting your child from themselves. And so there you have it. That's how we end chapter 3. Until next time. Yevarechacha Adonai va'ishmerecha. Ya'er Adonai panav elecha vihunecha. Yisa Adonai panav elecha ve'yasim lecha shalom. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. May the Lord lift up his face to you and give you peace. Shalom.